the other critics from mr punch's dramatic sequels by st john hankin this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the critic everybody who has seen the critic must have been filled with curiosity to read the press notices on mr puff's tragedy the spanish armada the following sequel to sheridan's comedy embodies some of these dramatis personae sir fretful plagiary read by alan matchstone mr dangle read by bala sneer read by elizabeth clatt mrs dangle read by capricia page servant read by charlotte Duckett. puff read by Bala. narrator read by ruth golding scene dangle's house mr and mrs dangle sneer and sir fretful plagiary discovered discussing the first performance of puff's play which has taken place a week previously a table is littered with press cuttings dealing with the event supplied by the indispensable ramica i give you my word the jewel scene was taken wholly from my comedy the lovers abandoned pilfered egad bless my soul you don't say so and tilburina's speech about the finches of the grove twas i first thought of finches in my tragedy antonius but i can't believe my friend puff can i borrow deliberately from you sir fretful no one could possibly believe that eh it must have been a coincidence coincidence egad madam twas sheer theft and that use of the white handkerchief stolen bodily on my conscience coincidence dangle judicially it may be so though he is my friend maybe so it is so zounds dangle i take it very ill that you should have any doubt at all about the matter dangle hedging the resemblances are certainly very marked though he is my friend but will you hear what the critics say about it turning nervously to pile of press cuttings do they say anything about his indebtedness to me not a word i dare be sworn then i don't want to hear them none of the rogues know their business but they are very severe on the play are they there's something in the fellows after all pray read us some of the notices shall i begin with the times tis very satirical and as full of quotations as the pudding is of plums i know the style a vocabulary recruited from all the dead and living languages tis the very babble of dramatic criticism begin dangle dangle reading the philosopher who found in thought the proof of existence crystallized his theory in the phrase cogito ergo sum i think therefore i exist in this he found the explanation of what hugo called the neon geon the theory of the author of the spanish armada on the contrary seems to be sum ergo non cogitabo i exist therefore i need not think ha ha very good i faith dangle continuing 
Lashita onis pranza the audience murmurs with dante as three mortal hours pass and mr puff is still prosing nor has he any dramatic novelty to offer us the scene affair is on conventional lines the boards are hoar with the nages to entend there is the anionorosis desiderated by aristotle and the unhappy ending required by the elizabethans the inevitable peripatia you know mr dangle i don't understand a single word you're reading nor i upon my soul it is certainly somewhat difficult shall i omit a few sentences and go on again where the allusions are less obscure reads half aloud to himself knitting his brows in the effort to understand what it is all about no trace of heinz welshmers capo espada niches ubermensch necorum puros petrarch's immortal io ti amo the kind of the jardiner is really mr dangle if you could find nothing more intelligible to read than that farrago of jargon i shall go away pray read us something in english for a change much relieved selecting another cutting here is the daily telegraph a whole column not much english there i'll warrant dangle reading time was when the london playhouses had not been invaded by the coarse suggestiveness of the wild indelicacy of the norwegian stage when paterfamilias could still take his daughters to the theatre without a blush those days are past the master as his followers call him like a deadly upatri has spread his blighting influence over our stage morality shocked at the fair that is nightly set before her shuns the playhouse and vice asserts the scene once occupied by the manly and the true sneer who has been beating time hear hear in the good old days when macready zounds mr dangle don't you think we might leave macready out of the question i notice that when the daily telegraph mentions macready the reference never occupies less than a quarter of a column you might omit that part and take up the thread further on very well continuing it is impossible not to be astonished that a writer of mr puff's talent should break away from the noble traditions of shakespeare to follow in the footsteps of the scandinavian surely mr dangle we've all had that before dangle testily no not in the same words but the sense egad why will you interrupt you can't expect a writer for the penny press to have something new to say in every sentence how the plague is a dramatic critic who has nothing to say to fill a column if he is never to be allowed to repeat himself how indeed ah uh, i remember when my play the indulgent husband was produced yawning oh, oh i think dangle you might leave the telegraph and try one of the weekly papers what does the world say as you will selecting a new cutting in his new play the spanish armada mr puff has set himself to deal with one of those problems of feminine psychology with which hibson hoffman and Suderman and all the newer school of continental dramatists have made us familiar the problem is briefly this when filial duty becomes a woman one way and passion another which call should she obey should she set herself to live her life in the modern phrase to realize her individuality and stand forth glad and free 
as gregor's well says or should she deny her ego bow to the old conventions accept the old shibboleths and surrender her love like nora like hedda till burina is a personality at war with its environment interrupting pray mr dangle did you not tell me the critics were all unfavourable to mr puff's play nearly all of them but if the other critics abuse the play you will always find the critic of the world will prize it tis the nature of the man and how does he know what the other fellows will say easily you see he writes only for a weekly paper and always reads what the others have said first then he takes the opposite view no wonder he's so often right dangle continuing in viscarandos we have the man of primary emotions only like solness he climbs no steeples like lubor he may now and then be seen with vine leaves in his hair stop stop mr dangle surely there must be some mistake i don't remember that whiskerandos had anything in his hair he wore a helmet all the time dangle irritably metaphor madam metaphor continuing in lord burley we hear something of epic silence which is so tremendous in bookman egad mr dangle doesn't the fellow abuse the play at all dangle looking through the article i don't think he does then i'll hear no more of him what possible pleasure can there be in hearing criticism of other people's plays if they are favourable none whatever enter servant announcing mr puff dangle advancing to meet him with a smile of the warmest affability ha my dear friend we were reading the notice of your tragedy in the world tis extremely friendly and as sir fretful remarked a moment since what pleasure can there be in reading the criticism of people's plays if they are unfavourable sir fretful is most obliging the telegraph was somewhat severe though eh mr puff tis very like you have not seen it let me read it for you searches eagerly in pile of cuttings indifferently i never look at unfavourable criticisms a wise precaution truly very it saves valuable time for if a notice is unfavourable i am always sure to have read it aloud to me by one d d good-natured friend or another Curtain. End of the other critics.